Welcome to the Habits of Success Podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about how optimal is less than you think. Optimal is less than you think. Now, before we get into this, just make sure you go to course.thehabitstacker.com. That's course.thehabitstacker.com. That's where you're going to find my full course on how to build habits, how to make sure that your habits are effectively leading you to your goals and your mission in life. Step by step, we're going to go through it over 40 videos to make sure that we're getting you there so that you can be successful. Because the thing about habits is when you choose the right habits and you understand how to set your goals properly, you pretty much guarantee that you're going to move in that right direction. But you have to know which ones to choose. So make sure you jump into that. That's course.thehabitstacker.com. Let's get into this. So, uh, I had a friend come to me the other day, um, and mind you, he this was uh, uh, he was a D one basketball player. He played uh, uh, professional basketball overseas, and uh, not I didn't think he went to Europe. I think he went to uh, Malaysia, I believe, and played some ball over there. No, not not Malaysia, Indonesia. And um, I don't even know if he listens to this, but uh, I think this is a great example just for the average person. So he said. Oh, you know, I've been doing 600 push-ups a day, which is, that's a crazy amount of push-ups. Like, I've been an athlete, you know, you know, since I was, you know, seven years old. I went pretty hard, did it through high school, obviously did it, you know, in college and uh, professionally as well. And I, I, I haven't heard a lot of cats going after 600 push-ups a day. Now, it's a challenge that someone, you know, Said, you know, he needs to get after it, so he's doing it to push himself physically, mentally. I get it. But here's the thing. I know so many people that, that in their mind, they hear someone doing that, and they're like, man, I'm trying to get fit. I'm, I'm trying to do 600 push-ups. I'm trying to do 300 push-ups a day. And and, and here's, what can, here's what you can get lost on in all of that. I'm not, And this is no knock to him for doing those 600 push-ups or anybody else trying to do it. But for most people, you, there's an optimal number. More is not always better. And I, I, I remember, this is how I learned this. When I was in college, the best year of track I had when I made the Olympic team, I ran the fastest. I just absolutely was whopping kids on the track on a regular basis. I was doing the, less tra- the least amount of training I had done in probably 10 years. Like, like seriously. And what happened was, I started getting smart enough to realize that training smart does not always mean doing more. I'm going to say that again. Training smart does not always mean doing more. If I show up to a practice and I knew my body was not feeling it, my legs were tired, mentally I was exhausted, I was just telling my coach, look, Here's how I'm feeling. I'm about, I'm not gonna do the full workout. Now I had a good relationship with my coach at that point, and we had been through enough that he knew I was a hard worker. He knew I wasn't a slacker, and that's really important too. You have to establish that because otherwise, people are just gonna think, "Oh, you're trying to get out of stuff. You're lazy." He knew that wasn't the case, but I was like, "No, like something's off today. Let's just chill." So what ended up happening was a lot of practices didn't really go that great. But meets when I when it was time to run, I was ready. My 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 base training that I did, you know, my pre off season training that I did went really well, and I would say that part I put in the work that was needed. But during the season, 
I learned to say, hey, you know what? I, I, I need to back off this stuff, man. I need to do a little bit less to make sure I'm staying healthy, to make sure my body feels good, make sure mentally I'm still in it. Because the one thing that they don't tell you when you sign up for NCAA track is like the season is long. It is such a long, like you start in January pretty much, or some people start in December. You come back from, you know, Christmas break. Season kicks off indoor season January. You go hard through March, pretty much running every weekend, every other weekend at most, at the least. And then you go through March. And outdoor season starts the next week. You're flying for like a, a spring break trip. You're gone for like a week, and then outdoor season pops off right after that. And then you're going week in, week, in, week out, week in, week out, week out. And, and, and I'm saying like you're leaving Wednesday for meets, coming back on Sunday. So after a while of doing this, you start getting tired mentally, physically. Like it's, it's, it's draining. So you have to be able to survive it. So I realized, no, no, you got to do less. Like there's an optimal amount here that's actually going to help you to excel. So here's my point. This how it, this this goes into everything else that you that you're doing in your life. What is the optimal amount? It might be just writing a thousand words. Maybe you are capable of writing three thousand words, but you don't need to write three thousand words every day. One thousand is the optimal amount. That's the amount of words that you write that it's clean. You do it, and it's like you write high quality words. When it comes to things like push-ups, yes, could you do six hundred? Probably. But maybe doing 100 push-ups a day is enough. Maybe doing 50 a day, just doing one set till failure a day is enough. Stick with what is optimal. That doesn't mean you never do challenges. That doesn't mean you never push yourself mentally and physically. But don't always get, don't get trapped in this thinking. The dogma that, that especially as, as, as Americans, is so easy to fall, fall into that says, le- that says more is better. More, 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 more. I need to eat more food. My plate needs sizing to be big. That's not true. Even when you're eating, there's an optimal amount. There's an amount of food that you eat that you're like, I, hey, I feel good right here. I, I, I don't need to eat. I don't need to go back for seconds or thirds. I just, I've eaten enough to be content. It's going to digest properly. I'm not going to uh, feel super sluggish after. I'm just good. That's the optimal amount. And that is what you need to be searching for and focused on. Not, well, okay, I'm trying to build this habit. How can I do more and more and more of this? Maybe you just need to read for 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. Maybe you don't need to be the person reading for four hours like or eight hours like Warren Buffett. Just find your optimal amount. It's not about doing more and more and more and more. That doesn't mean, again, that may, maybe your optimal amount is five hours a day of reading. I, I don't know. I, I, you you also have to be willing to try and experiment different things and see and push things and see how things go. But you have to remember that chances are what you need is actually going to be a little bit less than what you're probably thinking you need. And this is where people end up losing so much. I uh, like one great example I think I've seen a lot is like people want to be blog like blog regularly, and they think, well, if I'm not going to do You know, two thousand words a day. That it's not even worth it because I'm like, I'm like nothing compared to everybody else. But I'm like, listen, if what you can give is three hundred, five hundred words a day, go for it. Maybe that's your optimal amount. And I'll tell you what. 
the thing about habits that is so beautiful is that even if you just do 500 words a day, 500 words a day multiplied by 365 days multiplied by 10 years and you're a beast. 200 words a day multiplied by 365 days a year multiplied by 10 years and you're a beast. It's about the long term. It's not like anybody can show up and write a thousand words or two thousand words in a day or do it for a week. Those people will fizzle out a lot of the times. But can you stick with it over the long term? Can you stay with it? That's what it really comes down to. That's what it's about. (laughs) So find your optimal amount. Find the amount that is your sweet spot that you say, ooh. I, this is like I can find my groove. I can get into a flow. This is this feels healthy. I can stick with this. Stick with it. That is what we're gonna do here. And again, it's gonna be less than you think. It's gonna be less than you think. I, and I I I've seen this so many times. Like, even try something with something you're already doing. Maybe you, right now you're 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 reading a certain amount. You're right. Try doing a little bit less. Just see what happens as an experiment. It might be the invigoration you need to keep going. Like, I, I've seen people do this with workouts all the time, too, where they're like, well, I run for an hour a day. And I'm like, well, okay, why don't you just try and run for, like, 20 minutes a day? Just see what happens. See how you feel. And they're like, wow, you know what? I ran for 20 minutes, and, like, I ran a little bit faster, and it was just better. My workout was done quicker. It wasn't as boring, and everything changes. Don't be scared to find your optimal amount. And then just get consistent with that. Crank that out. It'll be easier to be consistent when you find optimally what you need to be successful.